0: Life audio. There are things that sometimes God calls us to do. And even as we do them in obedience, we can be ridiculed by the other people in the room. And my hope today is that we will start to realize that it doesn't matter what anybody else has to say, because Jesus is our defender. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Today is day five of our study, our devotional study of Mary of Bethany. And again, this is a short devotional thought coming from the She Hears Bible study where you can get the full length of the content um, as we study these six women in life of Jesus. Again, we are in John chapter 12, verses one through eight. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served, while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected, "'Why wasn't this perfume sold and money given to the poor? It was a year's worth of wages.' He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she would save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. So we made it to day five. And I just want to say I'm proud of you. We've had a lot of things to work through this week. And today is a little bit less study-heavy and more reflection-heavy. And really what I want to do is I want to provide this space for you to kind of think through and pray and process. But I have a couple thoughts as we close out this week for you to just meditate on throughout the weekend. The first is, where are you seated? When we first see Mary, she is seated at the feet of Jesus, listening to him teaching. When we see Mary in the Lazarus story, she is seated in her grief. When Mary meets Jesus after he calls her out of her grief, she still falls to the ground at his feet in grief. And then when we last see Mary, she is seated at the feet of Jesus, pouring out her sacrifice as an act of worship. So throughout our study of Mary, we see her seated. Her story begins and ends with being seated at the feet of Jesus. And in between those moments, we see a much different side of her. And what's the difference between the two? Think about the emotions we see in all of those scenes. that has an impact for us. As we think through where we're seated at right now, we can learn from Mary as we realize that our emotions don't have to keep us from being seated at the feet of Jesus. The second aspect I want us to remember is that Jesus is our defender it's easier to understand that once we have a clearer picture of what that means but jesus as our defender let's remember luke 10:42 it says but few things are needed or indeed only one mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her so in that scene jesus is defending her posture as a disciple her choice is choosing the better in one in one verse I think it's the, the the passage of Scripture that's talked about in John that we're sending he calls it the good part Jesus defends her choice to spend time with him in John chapter 12 verse 7 he says leave her alone when she's being accused by Judas Jesus says, leave her alone. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. In both of these scenes, we see that Jesus is defending Mary. says, let me tell you something. Jesus is your defender too. When our hearts are focused on him, when we are obedient to him, when we pour out our offering to him, when we are grieving, when we are lost, When we are hurting, he is our defender. What goes through your mind as you read those words? In those scriptures. Defender is what goes through your mind. And you can call that whatever you want if you have a different word for it. But regardless, there are times in our life where we all need defending. And when you realize this, that will change your heart, your mind, your actions. The next time you feel this familiar sting of judgment, especially when you know that you are chasing after the things that God has called you to do. I want you to take a deep breath and take that in. Because that can be a life-changing concept for you. He is our defender. When Jesus defends her, it changes the way she lives. There have been seasons in my life where I have been doing the thing that God has called me to do. When others around me have ridiculed and criticized and tried to stop me. And Jesus himself has been my defender. So much so that I don't need to even worry about what anybody else has to say because he is the one that speaks peace into our lives when we are doing what he has called us to do. And I think the other thing that we realize is it's not always easy. Sometimes we do need defending. That's the hard part. Sometimes we give up because we don't hear the voice of the defender. Hey, friends, we're going to take a quick break right here. And when we come back, we'll continue talking about how Jesus is our defender. Stay tuned. And so the challenge becomes not only recognizing that he is our defender, but putting ourselves in a posture of being at his feet so that we can hear his voice when he is defending us. Because that's the clue. As we listen in to what he's doing, the way he's operating, the things he's calling us to do, it's that obedience portion that enables us to hear his voice. And so as we go throughout our week, um, or weekend even, I want you to think through times in your life where maybe you didn't realize that he was there, he was present, he was being your defender, but you might just not have been listening. You know, the scriptures talk about how Jesus is our mediator. He's our mediator between us and God. And there have been times in my life, I know that if it wasn't for Jesus, I would be in a heap of trouble. And sometimes my actions might have been misguided or, or I just was too immature to realize it at the time. But it's in those moments that he steps in and he defends us. So my prayer this week is that you would know the defender. Father God, I thank you for my friends that are listening today, for my friends that have gone throughout this whole week studying what it means to sit at your feet and be obedient to the things that you've called us to do and to not worry about what the world says. God, I thank you that you are our defender and that the only thing we really need to worry about is being obedient to what you've called us to do. And sometimes that call is to stay still. Sometimes that call is to wait. Sometimes that call is to just trust you. God, we thank you that you care so deeply about these portions of our lives that for the moments that we don't even have the strength to pray, we thank you that you're the mediator that goes before us that represents us to God. We thank you for the privilege of being called a daughter of the King. Lord, I pray for my friends that this entire weekend, as they meditate on you and your word, that you would draw them into a deeper relationship, that you would give them a craving for your word, that they would hunger for who you are and who you want to be in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen.